Hi, I'm Winter of Wandering Wisdom and of SoCal Coaching. I'm a third generation intuitive, a master Reiki healer, teacher, mentor, life coach, and I'm bringing you this podcast with all these amazing people that I know in my community who are metaphysical practitioners, healers, teachers, bringing you their experiences and wisdom, as well as my own personal journeys to support you in your up-leveling and having an even more amazing day. Welcome. Awesome. I'm so excited to have you here, Jennifer. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank you. I'm so honored and I'm excited. Yes, this is so this can be so much fun. So um, I had a chance to connect with you previously to find out a little bit more about your background and I'd love it if you share just your journey, your abilities, like how you came into like the work that you're doing now. Yeah, I started off as a photographer, actually. And then uh, I decided I really like to eat. So I went into marketing as a secretary. And then I just grew my career. But I was the answer girl. And people would come all over the office and go, do you know this? And I'd be like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, my God, that's totally true. How did you know that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but I was really full, like, I would tell people the truth, and they don't they don't like to hear the truth in corporate America. And so at one point, I wasn't allowed to talk to clients. I was only allowed to talk to the media. Um, and I knew that there was something bigger inside me. So I started pursuing what that was. And we were working with this uh, relationship coaches, and they invited somebody over to a dinner that we were hosting in their honor. And uh, she did something called hand analysis. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but I know I need to have it. And she came to my house and she's like, okay, so your life purpose is powerful healer and teacher in the spotlight. I was like, that's groovy. Uh, what does that mean? And, you know, how do I <laughs> do something with that? And I just started asking the big questions. And before long... I was getting some pretty big answers. And uh, about a year later, I spoke at her conference about essential oils and life purpose. And then I started to hear the information about what soul language was. And I started to kind of channel that and create that paradigm and start to identify people's soul languages. And before you knew it, 10 years has gone by and we have 37 practitioners of soul language and we've identified about 5,000 people. So that's the very short version, a very long process. <clears throat> that is amazing. And I love that your, um, your work has this focus around soul language. And can you tell me a little bit more about that? Sure. What soul language does is it puts tangibility to the soul so people can create a conscious connection. So people can receive divine guidance so they can remember that they're whole and complete so they can move from pain and struggle to consciousness. So each one of us has three core energies of soul. We call these languages, your mission, how you fuel your mission, and then your soulful personality. So I can give a one liner to every soul on this planet and that becomes the mild marker of consciousness. You, you get to kind of go, okay, am I being and doing that? Because if I'm being and doing that, then I'm going to live a life without struggle. And then I teach people how to move from unconscious behavior to consciousness. 
And we're putting silly, you know, human words to something that's so big. Mm -hmm. But humans love words. So they they can put words to what they know deep down inside. So Mm -hmm. they can really go, oh, my God, this is who I am. And I am brilliant. And I'm whole and complete. And I'm willing to uh, share my gifts and, and receive from them. So when people learn about soul language and they find out what their um, their types are, um, mm-hmm. it, are they able to use them as tools to begin to accomplish what it is that they want to move towards? Yeah, I mean, if you're acting from pain and programming, you're never going to hit your goal, right? Mm-hmm. You will, but it will take, it's just harder. And- yeah you know, lengthier and struggle. So what people, um, by understanding their soul language, it allows them to utilize that essential nature, nature consciously. And that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to experience our great desires and our dreams and be of service. So by understanding your soul languages, yeah, it makes life a lot easier because you're operating on a divinity level, more of a divinity than a pure human pain. And when you received um, this soul language system, it was a system that uh, you received as like a download from your guides. Well, it I work more with soul and then divine than mm-hmm. rather than guides. So yes, um, I think one of the, the hardships with people just working with guides is those beings have free will, so mm-hmm. uh, they I can operate on free will, and they're not always has your agenda. So. So often people go, well, my guides told me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, what does your soul say? Because that's the end all to be all. What did divinity say? So I did. I channeled it using um, a divine connection between my soul and divinity itself. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks. And um, I noticed that um, on your site, you, you've also written and published a book, right? Yes, I have two books. I have one that's soul language focused, mm-hmm. soul language consciously connecting to your soul for success, and the other one is prayer focused. It's an affirmative prayer book. So I use affirmative prayer to help declare what I want, to kind of bend the universe. And I kept writing these prayers and, and providing them to clients, and they would go, okay, let me tell you everything that happened since I've been reading this prayer. And then they're like, well, why are you? where's that book? And I was like, oh, okay. So I took, I took um, all about 20 of my most common prayer requests, um, and I went through my books and books of prayers, and then I wrote a couple new ones. And that's how the book came into being. And, and um, it's a very small, profound book. And, uh, you know, during classes I'll go, okay, you know, give me a number, 1 through 20, and people will give me a number. And I'll open up the prayer book and I'll be like, oh, my God, who wrote that? Oh, wait, I wrote that. That's pretty cool. Like, you know, and even though I've read them a hundred times, there's always something new to hear and a new way to hear it. And I think that's what a good affirmative prayer does. Awesome. And um, when you mentioned before that you have practitioners that are trained in the method also, um, when the work is done with the soul language, um, I'm guessing that, like, okay, for sure it's done, like, on a one-to-one level, but is it ever done, like, in a group, like, format? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, how is the structure of that work? Yeah, I mean, different practitioners do it different ways. 
Um, we can do uh, an identification is when we identify your three languages is usually always done one on one mm -hmm. um, because we spend time on each of the three languages and the soul as a whole and it can get extremely intimate. And so we want that person to have that individual one on one time. But, you know, group programs, I've done a group program called Harnessing Your Greatness, and all those people in that program knew their soul languages, so we would do all the exercises by tuning into our soul. Mm. Yeah, it's very cool. And not only that, but what's really cool about that is um, the soul language dynamics. So, you know, I'm trying to remember what was in that group, but, you know, say there's, you know, six people in the class and all six of them have the mission language called Pioneer. Well, you know, it's all about forging new roads during that, right? So it's really about understanding in, in group in group uh, programs the personal and then what the group is here to experience. And, and I love group work because people will go, they, when they share the answer, they're like, oh, my God, I've got something but similar, you know, and, and you can really see how um, divinity works and how we're really all one individualizations of the one and, and how that supports each other. And also you get to see, you know, if you are in a group session with someone who speaks the same language as you or really has, uh, you get to see and hear uh, experiences told and, and know profoundly that you've had the, the details might be different but you've had the same experience and you finally feel like oh my god this per this person totally gets that experience totally knows it uh, and you feel very heard and very uh, understood I love that I love the way um, group work can bring about feelings of interconnectedness and the sense of like there's something like even bigger yeah. than like everyone yeah, I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's huge. Okay, so um, I'd like you to talk a little bit or talk a lot of it about the um, tapping into your soul wisdom. Yeah, right I here. think, yeah, I think, you know, it's really, it's quite easy and quite hard at the same time. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that people really have to understand and that's also why soul language is so great is that they have to understand their database, right? So how their soul is communicating with them. You know, I, I get a lot of Star Trek references. I get a lot of cartoon references. I get a lot of visuals because that's my database. Those are things I love. I get those references. And so often I think people are, are trying to hear that wisdom through someone else's database. And so they're missing all of the wisdom and the gold and the purpose behind what their soul is sharing with them. So I think the easiest question to start to ask your soul is, <clears throat> what do I need to know today? Mm. And really just listen. And if you don't feel or hear anything, then go take a shower and see what pops. And always make some notes at the beginning so you can go back at the end of the day and go, oh, that's what that meant. Or I'm going to file this for later. I don't know what it means. Um, I think it's, I think so many people get a lot of information and some of it's just not for them, mm -hmm. but might be for someone else. So keeping a journal of those bouts of wisdom can really support you understanding how your soul is speaking to you. 
I love that. That sounds like a, a beautiful sort of access point for meditation as well. And I know that there's so many that struggle with trying to find that entry point to get that that inner connection to be able to to listen to the information that's waiting to come through. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. Yeah, I think it's about practice also. I think it's about uh, asking more questions. I think so often people get information and then are off and running. Mm-hmm. Instead of going, okay, what's the next layer? Or, oh, God, I can't do that, soul. What, what's the, the first response? What's A instead mm-hmm. of going straight to Z? And I love your suggestion of, like, if you don't hear anything, <laughs> go take a shower. Yeah. 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 Water, water in any, like, form of, like, cleansing is really big to help kind of, like, get away the static. Excuse me. I've been talking since 5 o'clock. Um, oh, my goodness. In the morning. Um, yeah. And also your mind, your, your mind is busy doing other things, right? So mm-hmm. you, you can actually hear that soul. You can actually be present with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, so in making it a practice, right. To kind of like develop that space to be able to hear what your, your soul is trying to say. Um, I know that also like a lot of people struggle with even like doing the same thing, like starting the practice. And what is like your recommendation for like, try and do it like for a minimum of like, at least to like get things rolling? Well, I don't do the same thing every day. Okay. So um, I think sacred practice has to be designed to integrate into your life. So I have a bunch of things that I do, you know. So if I feel like writing a prayer, I'll do that. If I feel like just tuning in and listening, I'll do that. If I feel like asking a question and then going, taking the dog for the walk, I will do that. I think so often people are like, I have to do it this way because so-and-so told me to do it this way. Mm-hmm. Instead of going, okay, if I want to be connected today, what do I get to do right here, right now? Consistency is key. Mm-hmm. So that connection process or setting aside a time just to listen uh, and ask questions is key, right? So, you know, I think, you know, a good pers- uh, piece of music, I heard something the other day, it was like the flight of a the lark or something. And I was like, oh my God, this is the most beautiful piece of music ever. Of course, I'm on the, in the car and I'm like, what? I'm trying to, you know, the dog, <laughs> like in the sea, I'm trying to Google it. And, and I heard, okay, just stop, just listen. And, you know, I think so often we're trying to, to be connected instead of just allowing that connection to take shape. And when you have a lot of trouble, go out into nature, mm-hmm. go sit underneath a t- tree, do some forest bathing. Um, I think that's also the easiest way to reconnect. I agree. I agree. Um, I often tell those I'm working with that when they're having difficulty, especially when they're living in like large cities to find the nature, whether it's in a park, by a river, a tree, whatever it is. Yeah. It's the, it's the quick, quick, quickest access point, um, to kind of like getting back to center. Agreed. Yeah. (laughs) And so, um, what are some practices? Like I know you said that you don't do the same thing every day. Um, but what are some things that you like to do for yourself in terms of like well, your connection? Uh, you know, I, I will write a prayer. 
I will listen to music. I'll dance. Sometimes I'll journal, which I, I journaling is my least favorite thing to do. Um, recently, I just do some art. Uh, I walk the dog a lot. Um, I will also, you know, pose a question and turn on the TV and see what the divine says. Uh, you know, I remember watching Sleep a Hollow, which isn't on anymore, and I'm very sad about it. I know. Uh, it was such a great show. But I remember, you know, asking a question, and, you know, it's set near, in, supposedly, and that's not the town it's set in, but mm -hmm. it takes place in a town where I near I grew up, Sleepy Hollow. It's like 10 minutes from the house I grew up in. And I, I was asking something, and Ichabod Crane comes on, and I was like, oh, my God. God just talks, right? So, and, or, or you got to start to notice the patterns. So one of the patterns that I've been noticing lately is almost everyone I talk to talks about cleansing or purifying. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, you just said cleansing, and I was like, oh, i got to sit down and, and really ask what that means, right? Because it's like, start to notice the patterns. There's no such thing as coincidences. Those are patterns revealing themselves. And so I think that's also a way to go, oh, let's connect here and ask some questions. Yes, totally. Um, that's, that's the thing I pay attention to also, um, especially like in conversations that happen between um, myself and people and and those people don't know each other at all and like a suggestion will come up <laughs> like oh you should like hang out with the shaman and then like another person completely unrelated is just like oh I know the shaman I'm like why <laughs> yeah I love that that's awesome very cool so it was such a pleasure like kind of like picking your brain about these things thank you so much for sharing this information with us well um, thank you and i love it and i'm so honored to be here yes and um i feel like there's lots of, of fun things that people will find on your website once i put like all the information in the description so they can find you yeah. learn more about you yeah, they'll find a lot of fun things. They'll find uh, a free audio series of a couple of prayers, letting go, uh, release the suffering, and one around prosperity. They'll be able to sign up for a discovery session where one of their soul languages will be identified as my gift. So there's a lot of groovy stuff you can sign up for the standard newsletter, although my newsletter is never standard because sometimes I do it and sometimes I don't because it depends on how I feel. Um so, you know, and I'm, I answer my own email. So if you have a question, shoot me an email uh, and let me answer it for you because I think that's really important. I, you know, the thought of people being, you know, out there and not feeling like they're seen or heard is very painful. So take the time to reach out. Awesome. I love it. Thank you. Yes. Yay! Yay. <laughs>